This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Mariners at one point trailed 12-2. It is now 12-11 Padres. Dejo Lee leading at second base, representing the tie-in run. The 2-2, Romero looks at a ball low and outside. They just barely missed. A 95-mile-an-hour fastball, which was outside, but not by much. What a take by Romero, full count. One thing, uh, home plate umpire looks at the movement of the catcher's glove, and there's a lot of movement with Norris's glove, And what, but what an eye right there by Romero. Two on, two outs, three balls, two strikes. Tie and run in scoring position. The pitch, Romero swings. It's a high slicer foul off the right side. It's out of play to the seats. Still a full count. Romero is the ninth batter of this Mariners' seventh inning. New baseball out to Brandon Maurer facing his former teammate. These two came up in the minors together. The 3-2 swing, and it's fouled over the screen, right back behind home. It continues. Pitch number eight will be coming up next. This inning began with O'Malley striking out, and since then we've seen an infield single, a walk, a hit batter, another punch out, a two-run single, a run-scoring single, and then another RBI single. Dejo Lee is the tying run. He's at second. The pitch to Romero. Swing, line drive, slicing right center field. And a base hit. It's in front of Jay. Here comes Lee. Comes around. Lee rumbles across the plate. And this game is tied at 12. Stefan Romero has come off the bench to tie it up with an RBI single into center field. Lee scores from second. Ionetta first to third. And we are right back where we started. We're tied up. What an amazing comeback by the Mariners tonight. Holy smokes. Five runs in the sixth. And now three, four, five runs here in the seventh. And the Mariners, who were down 12-2, have tied it at 12-12 in this inning. Great at bat right there by Romero driving the ball the other way. So, Aaron, tonight's... We are playing in its entirety, which is a lot. The amazing comeback a few years ago, the Mariners ended up beating the Padres 16-13. to 13. I know you remember this game well. You were there at Petco Park. What do you remember about this game? Well, there were a couple of things. First of all, I remember when it was just an utter dog, right? When the <laughs> Mariners are down... What like through five, they would have been down like 12 to two, 14, 12 to two. 12 okay, they're down to 12 two. to two in the fifth. Yeah, okay. I'm on radio with Rick, so that means that the sixth inning is my inning, and the seventh inning is my inning, which in this particular case, 
was pretty pretty lucky. Okay, you called uh, since they scored runs four, they scored fourteen runs. <laughs> I mean, I if I can be candid, I feel like I've gone uh, a whole homestand on radio <laughs> and not called fourteen runs. Right, um, depending on the year. When Rick tossed it to me in the sixth inning. You know what this is like, Gary. Uh-huh. You're lit- you're thinking, what in the world can I talk about that's <laughs> not this game? Because this game is over. It is awful. It's dog meat, and it's going nowhere except for south fast, if it can go any further south. And so I'm kind of looking around online, seeing what other scores are happening around, around the league, uh, just anything of interest to start talking about. And my first like really vivid memory on the field of that game is Deho Lee. Deho Lee, who will be remembered by Mariners fans forever uh, for any number of reasons. Uh, Deho Lee came off the bench in that game, had a monster game, game, and he hit a home run that at the time still did not put the Mariners within even arm's reach. And it was still a long way to go. But he hit a home run that was hit so high and so far that from our vantage point in the booth, it looked like, even though you knew it wasn't going to, it it looked like it was going to go over the Petco scoreboard out there in left field. I mean, it was towering. It was an absolute blast. And I can remember actually kind of laughing through my call because it was just hit with such absurdity in terms of the height. And then, obviously, you know, the Mariners get five runs in that sixth inning, so now it's kind of cute, right? I mean, this this is, this at least they won't go whimpering into the night. The box score won't look as bad. But then in the seventh inning, when they start pouring on runs, they score nine runs in total. They take the lead, and they eventually win the game. There came a point after about five runs where you're just kind of looking around and and you're looking at Rick and you're thinking to yourself, like, this is going to happen now. Hmm. Look, this is going, this is going to happen for sure. This is happening. What we did not know at the time is that, uh, Kennewick's own Sean O'Malley was in the tunnel. He was warming up, to be a pitcher. And we know Sean kind of played a little bit of everything, had some really great moments in, in, in a short uh, major league career with the Mariners, but he was warming up to take the mound. And in that seventh inning, he would end up scoring the winning run, which that in and of itself, that the same guy can in the same game, warm up to pitch and also score the winning run tells you just how absolute bananas that game was. And it was great. The Mariners were obviously uh, on the wrong side of a game like that uh, many years ago against the Indians. Uh, it was nice that the Mariners got to be on the right side and uh, the greatest comeback win we'll probably ever see for the Mariners. One of my favorite things is to look at the win probability chart on baseball reference for that game. <laughs> because literally, when you took play-by-play in the sixth inning, According to baseball reference, the win probability for the Padres was 100% and 0% for the Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> and he, even after the sixth inning, as you mentioned, is, you know put a few runs on the board. So when you continued into the seventh, the Mariners had pushed their 
win expectancy to 3% from 0%. It was 97% for the Padres. The chart is the funniest thing ever because it looks essentially like the Grand Canyon. It's steep on one end. It dips massively (laughs) and then goes up at the top when the Mariners end up taking the lead. It is the strangest looking chart you will ever see. You know, Wade Miley, who gave up nine runs in just under five innings to help create that deficit, had some great piece of gold in the clubhouse to reporters afterwards, basically taking credit for the win, right, if it was not for <laughs> Wade. And his horrible starting pitching, this greatest comeback in franchise history would have never happened. Uh, that's another great thing that came out of that game. Also, looking at just the lineups on both sides is always comical, even though this wasn't that long ago, 2016. But when you see... Uh, this was the Noriaoki era of Mariners yes. baseball. That kind of helps to timestamp it a little bit. Uh, the fact that Luis Sardinius, I would say unbelievably, started that game at shortstop. Um, Stefan Romero, who has gone on to have what looks to be a, a pretty good career uh, overseas yeah. in Japan, was in that game as well, uh, former Beave. Uh, but think about this, too. This will, will be Easily overlooked, but looking at the box score, I, I have to think of this. Steve Ciszek, who is one of the nicest guys in baseball, Steve Ciszek uh, pitched the ninth inning and got a save and got the save in that game for the Mariners. He pitched a scoreless ninth with a couple of strikeouts. I mean, there's pressure on closers in save situations every time. Uh, but what what is more pressure hearing? Oh. Pitching in a one-run game that's been neck and neck the whole night, or your team has just put together a comeback for the history books of <laughs> yes. this game, yes. and you could blow it all right now. Yeah. You could completely blow this entire night, and what will end up being a game for the ages if you give up a couple of runs. Unfortunately, he did not. But I would think that would be a, that'd be probably more pressure than normal. Yeah, uh, yes, because you cannot blow that game. You just, you can't. I, I love, <laughs> like, every guy that came off the bench, you know, it's a National League game, so a bunch of guys came in, and every guy played a huge role off the bench, including O'Malley, who you just mentioned, Romero, who you just mentioned, had a big hit, Gutierrez, and then Dejoli off the bench, goes three for three with four RBIs and a home run. I mean, that's a nice game off the bench. He had some moments, man. Yeah, he, he had some moments. Looks like he's still doing well uh, back in his, his native land. Uh, but he was he was a fun guy, obviously, for the Mariners. Uh, and he could, he could open up those hips, Gary. Let's put it that way, when he wanted to. It was a fun dude to have around. But, yeah, that's that's a game that we'll never forget and was just, uh, man, that will never – well, you know, we say it'll never happen again. Um, it might. But hopefully Maybe. hopefully this puts our uh, rabbit ears up a little bit more that whenever a team falls behind by, let's call it 10 runs, that, that you know, there might be a 100% loss probability at that point, but hey, stranger things have happened. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. For sure, man. Lefty Matt Thornton, the new pitcher, facing Sean O'Malley. Go-ahead run, 90 feet from home, two outs. It's not over yet. First pitch, O'Malley showing bunt, runs through it, and looks at a strike. O'Malley, the 10th batter of this inning. He led things off. With the second baseman, Rosales, way back to toward the bag. He wanted to bunt it beyond the pitcher. Thornton, the lefty, falling to the third base side of the line to try to get that 
go ahead run in from third. The 0 1. Swing, flare, center field. The Mariners lead. Sean O'Malley has made this a 13 to 12 game with two outs in the top of the seventh inning. And you can knock them all over with a feather. This is happening in San Diego. RBI base hit center field. Ionetta scores. The Mariners have come back. They have stormed back and they lead it 13 to 12. 11 runs in over the last two innings. It's not over yet. Sean O'Malley with a clutch base hit liner up the middle. Leonis Martinez on the DL. He's inside that Mariner dugout. He wants the hit. He's got a bat in his hand, but there's no way. But holy smokes, what a comeback by the Mariners here in the sixth and the seventh. What a seventh inning. Two on and still two outs. The Mariners have scored 11 runs while using five outs. 13 to 12 lead after being down 12 2. In steps Aoki. Romero at second, O'Malley at first. The pitch. Swing and a miss for strike one. Not in your wildest dreams. Did you think this could really happen? Refuse to lose. The 0 1. Swing, line drive. Off the glove of Romero's a shortstop. Can't handle it. Here comes Romero. Steams around third. Romero comes home to score. And the Mariners lead it by two. It's 14 to 12 at the top of the seventh. Everybody's getting hits. This time it's Aoki. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 